0: In Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this Monday and everything that you have in store for us today. And uh, again, just ask you to help us. Um, lots, of go- lots going on already. I'm getting text messages already of some challenges some guys are facing. So I just ask your spirit to be with them and help them uh, deal with stuff they got to deal with. Uh, and just ask you to protect people as they're on their way to work, if they're listening live or listening later that you would just meet them exactly where they're at. And again, thank you for Justin's leadership. I ask you to bless him and Shelly and the kids and his business and ministry, Lord. We love you. Amen. Justin, good morning. Good morning, all. Yeah, we're going to dive in here. We're going to dive
1: right in. Let me just pray for us, God, this morning. Uh, thanks for your word and your good word and your foundation that you talk about in here. Help us illuminate and see what this looks like even on a deeper level this morning. So we're going to be in 1 Corinthians. We're going to start 1 Corinthians 3, 9. <clears throat> For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But each let each one take heed on how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than which is laid by So this verse was super terrifying for me. It just talks about like, hey, we're going to, you know, going to kind of approach heaven and like maybe by the grace of God, we might scoot in, but all of our work that we do on this earth is going to be tested. And if it goes through the fire and makes it through, you know, there'll be a reward for us. Other nights, we just kind of like skate through and make it into heaven. And so he says, Paul's just being really saying, being really careful here about, what foundation you're building upon and obviously christ is the cornerstone the deal of that whole thing but then that after that the problem is we just sort of disassociate we're like well as long as i have jesus as my savior i'm kind of good to go but paul is really cautioning us here to think more deeply about the foundation of what we're building and will it last And, and you got to wonder, like, what does that mean? Like, what is is that? Like the, the houses we're building, the cabinets we're making, the drawings we're making, like, what is he, what is he talking about? Like, what work is he actually talking about? And I find it helpful to go back almost all the way to the beginning of the Bible, because when you think about how the Bible was written, it was written like a like building a house, and some of the stuff that's in Genesis is foundational for how you would build upon that whole house, and one of the, right when he made God, or made humans, you know, he looked at them, and he said two things, one, get to work and steward what I'm doing, and two, he said, be fruitful and multiply, be Mm -hmm. fruitful and multiply, and I love to take Specific anybody, but I love to take young fathers through the book of Genesis because the whole story of Genesis, the theme that runs through the whole story of Genesis is children and land. <laughs> it says it over and over from Genesis one to Genesis 50. It's all about children and land. And what's really fascinating about children and land, those two things are the only two things that are generational assets. Hmm. The houses I'm building now <laughs> the wiring i'm putting in now the plumbing i'm putting in now you know, it's probably not going to be around in 500 years right those things are not generational assets they're good to do and i love doing it i want to do it well i want to make it last as long as i can you know the materials will but the only two things that will last are children in land. And that's why the whole book of Genesis, God is obsessed with children in land. He just keeps reiterating this promise about being multiplying, seeing your, your descendants at the stars and this land I'm going to give you. So when we're thinking about building a foundation and specifically if we're targeting this kind of conversation around mm-hmm. what CAP is about, kind of our conduit apprenticeship program, we have taken a heart that we want to build into people. And I know in the trades, this is an epidemic that we don't think we have time or capacity to build into people the way we'd like, because the task is so monumental. And it is, I mean, I get it, but I can just, I just imagine me standing at heaven, getting ready to go in and being like, you know, what work did you do? And God's like, I'm really not going to care about this house you're building right now. I'm really not going to (laughs) care. You know, he's going to want to know, like, how was I? Fruitful and multiply? How did I invest in people? Because that will go on. If I invest in a person, that will actually go on. And so we really have to deeply believe, we have to change our beliefs or deepen our belief that building in people is actually more important than building things. Um, When we build our companies, we build our family. Uh, And I like the saying I like to say is whoever has the most children will win the war yeah whoever has the most children will win the war and that is how this whole thing is set up and we think like we think it's just like salvation and you know but it and it's really crazy uh like in lots of countries i'm going to jump back off cap here but lots of countries the people who are having the most children are the muslims and so this is a big deal like it doesn't matter about the politics of spain and Britain at these points, in 50 years, if things continue the way they are, they will be Muslim countries because of the Muslims are have the most children. When Yasser Arafat was asked about Israel getting the nuclear bomb and was he scared? He said, no, he goes, I have my own nuclear bomb. It's the Palestinian mom because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have more kids. And he really said that with a deep sincerity. He understood <laughs> that this was how the war was won about having the most children, And and they got to be fruitful children or how we invest in our businesses or our family. We can't just make a bunch of children that are not fruitful. It says be fruitful and multiply. And so we need to be investing in people. We need to be investing in um, people because that will actually reproduce. That will go beyond, like you always say, some of these brilliant guys like Don Patton and Larry have so much knowledge in their brain that's going to die with them. And I think to God's eyes, that's going to be a tragedy. That's why it's been super exciting seeing Don Patton getting involved with some of these younger people with CAP and things like that, because there's so much to give that will live on. Like all the kitchens he's built and bathrooms he's done will be gone in 500 years. But these things that he's building into people will not, that stuff can pass on. From generation to generation and I think about this every time I get hired to work with a father and, and teach him and his kids I tell them I said guys what I'm giving you is a generational asset you're going to be able to give this to your children and pass this thing on so whatever money you pay me is pennies on what this will do for your family over the next two to three hundred years you know if you think about it that way it's a no-brainer right uh, of getting involved and I love taking young fathers and fathers and teaching them to work with their kids, because I said, this is generational, your kids are going to know how to work with their hands, and then they can teach their kids and so on as it goes down the line. And so this is a real shift in thinking, this is sort of my plea in my, in, in my begging uh, <clears throat> for all of these carpenters, remodelers, architects out there it's like can we value building into people mm-hmm. that's the primary thing that when we stand at the gate is God's going to be like how did you do were you fruitful and multiply let me test the work that you did you know I want to test it we're going to put it through the fire <laughs> and you know the service activities we do are good the jobs we have are important and good but he's really asking were we fruitful and did we multiply All right and that can happen through our nuclear families, which I love also encouraging people to really value children, have lots of children early and often, uh, which is not a popular message in the church, but it's one that needs to be had because it's going to be massive consequences otherwise. But it also applies to us as builders, company owners, people, the work we invest in people will last. And there's like a This is a really crazy way to think about this. And I'll just talk about the family thing a little bit more here too, because uh, when we get married now, it's really even hard for me to go to weddings because it's like always about like how we found the perfect person and everyone gets up and lies about like (laughs) other couple together. And you're like, you want to vomit because we've all been married. We know this is such a joke. It's like a big charade and it's so self-centered about the two people finding love for each other. And what I love about the Bible is it really talks about marriage in a very different way. It talks about two people coming together to form a missional team to be fruitful and multiply. And one of my uh, favorite quotes is in the book of Ruth, and they all came together when um, Boaz and Ruth became married, uh, and they said, Uh, And this was the toast they gave at the wedding. And the elders said, we are witnesses. The Lord make the woman who is coming to your house like Rachel and Leah, the two who built the house of Israel and may prosper in Ephrat and be famous in Bethlehem. May your house be like the house of Perez, who Tamar bore Judah because of the offspring which the Lord will give you from this young woman. So the whole heart and vision of this marriage between Ruth and Boaz was to continue this mission that God had started through Uh, Adam through Abraham and this the whole line of where Jesus was coming from was being you know this story was being told here but it was really the heart of having a missional company and I think we've been influenced by like the the Jerry Maguire movie which is like you know you complete me in in marriage and love is totally self-centered and where this idea of us forming a team to be on a mission together to be fruitful and multiply and may that be in our families or may that be in our businesses or the people we invest in, or like you and I are attempting to do, like can we invest in young people, people's lives and get a hold of them and break the generational poverty and all these things that can actually reproduce, like if this young man Cabell we're working with gets a hold of this, you know, and then he has children. And then that is a whole generational thing that we're building into. Uh, we're not just um building a good house and and making money, which is a great thing to be doing. Mm -hmm. It really changes the game when you think about being fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. And so I continue to pray and beg and plead for all of us carpenters, all of us in this tribe to care as much about being fruitful and multiply, or if not more, Mm -hmm. uh, to up that scale in our work. Because wouldn't it be a terrifying thing if we got to heaven and all the work we did that we were so proud of just gets burned up and god's like well you can get to heaven you know (laughs) you can skate by (laughs) you might have a scar as the fire burns you but you're going to get in Uh, but all the work you did you you weren't investing in people like that's that's the heart of of his story be fruitful and multiply invest in people Uh, so i know you have a passion and stuff for this as well too jerry
0: Oh gosh, it, yeah, it resonates with me so much, and I, I there's a lot of laughter obviously today as well as I was thinking about you know wait till you're married to multiply like well, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about the cap kids the high school kids yes uh, yes yeah. hey be patient and then then yes. go then go yes. Yeah. yes 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 <laughs> yes but that other idea you know and, and and you help put words around what I feel uh, which I'll I'll be jumping into our staff huddle at seven thirty five. And one of the things that I talked to our guys about is that the the widget our widget is is custom shower glass and mirrors, um, and it's important that we provide best in class product and best in class service. Yes. Uh, and then people give you money for that, which is great. Um, and but for me, it's a ticket to the to the dance, as they say. Is that the the widget gives me. Um, the ability to have a team. and you know so we would call our staff internal customers. And what drives me with our internal customers is the opportunity, you know how can we how can we invest in our staff? How can we help grow them holistically? And then even with our customer base, you know, uh, a lot of contractors like yourself, how can we connect with you, and be an encouragement to you and a resource for you and, and add value to you beyond the product and the service. Um, and, and so I love that idea of investing, you know, investing in people. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, it, yeah, it resonates with me, obviously. Yeah. So love it. Me. Yes. All right. Um, well, I appreciate your, your investing in me and the tribe and um, you are, your the ripple effects that God is doing uh, in you and through you is outstanding. So I'm glad to be uh, a part of that uh, journey with you, Justin. Mm, so Thank you. Uh, yeah. Likewise. Pray us into the rest of our Monday, if you would. Yeah. Father, I pray you continue
1: to reveal to us your heart, your whole story that you have in this Bible. Give us a heart uh, to care about people. I know I've seen you do this with people who didn't care about people, expand their heart to care yeah. more about people i know you can do that in people and i just pray that we ask if you're right now saying i just don't care about people lord i just pray that you just we just repent and we ask for a bigger heart a new mission a deeper mission Uh, i know you can do that lord so we just pray all this in jesus name we bless you and may the glory be yours Amen. amen well done